When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Jane doesn't mind an apartment with no elevator. Five flights of stairs is five flights of cardio. Bob is a little less enthusiastic about stairs. I hate stairs. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle renters and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Jane and Bob found an apartment that's a four-story walk-up. And Bob? Yeah, there's a freight elevator she doesn't know about. What were you talking about? Oh, uh, nothing. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Do you enjoy comedy bits from the Bob and Tom Show? Well, this is the podcast for you. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Chick. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom Show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, Jason Hofsetz, Jessica Alsman, and no Jess Hooker today, but it's perfect because usually we're half and half, guys and girls. This is our episode for the ladies, all ladies uh, genre bits. And there is three fellas. We have Jeff Oske. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. I got three ladies at home, so I feel like I'm I'm part lady. Yeah, oh, you're I can't sort of. Wait to hear what all you guys have to say. Hey, we love it. I told you guys I wear Spanx clothes now. I'm basically a girl. We're making this happen. I look good in the shapewear. You guys, you they're life changing. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know how great this was. Shapewear is for everybody. You're a chubby guy. Get rid of that belly, pal. Turn it into a six pack. <laughs> I'm like Christian Bale in the Batman suit, you know? <laughs> See, my question is, where, do, where does, I mean, it doesn't cease to exist. It goes somewhere, Oh, no, right? they just, it, everything just kind of tightens up. You're more dense. No, 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 no. It's I don't smooth. want to hear tighten up. It's got to go, it's got to move somewhere, it's, right? I don't know what they do. It's magic over there. They're, they're wild people. But Jeff, how you doing, man? You're hanging out? I'm doing great. Thanks Summertime. We're so happy to have you, man. We were going to miss, it's so funny that it's our ladies episode and we're, it's just the fellas, basically. Alzi. And me. Yeah, you're here too. You're yeah. kind of a fellow. I am. I'm one of the dudes. She, one she's of the one, guys. Of the, one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. She kind of she crosses over a couple of things because I don't. Are you technically a Gen Xer? I'm a millennial. You're a millennial, but she's very. She leans very heavy Gen X. She has. She knows all the references. Uh, that's. I would think The Simpsons for that probably. Growing yeah. up watching sitcom TV like Married with Children, uh, and things like that. Well, that you also you're um the how can I say this nicely? You're a big nerd. You're a I big like to nerd. geek out on stuff and things. Yeah, that was the least nice way to say it. You get a little nerdy, and I feel like most people probably associate nerdy qualities with men. Typically, I probably. don't know. Probably heteronormative. I, you know, gender's a construct. Whatever. Yeah. But I feel like nerds typically you think the comic book guy in The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was probably a big nerd. So we all watched like Star Trek and stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was part of it. Mm-hmm. But Osman's a bit subtle about it. You got to find it, and then once you find it, it'll explode. I won't shut up. Yeah, yeah. right. And then you regret everything. <laughs> you like, regret sorry. everything. I literally been watching Mary with Children on uh, all the reruns. I love it so much. When he make when Al makes fun of Marcy. Like for being a chicken. She's like, why does he keep calling me a chicken? I literally, that our family quoted that all the time. And it's so probably like, you know, wrong to say that about women. Mm -hmm. But I think it's funny. So maybe I'm on the... Wrong. I don't know. I think there's there's an audience for that show still to this day. you, You wouldn't, I don't know if you can get it produced, but. I have no idea what that show is. Married with Children? With Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy, Peggy oh. Bundy, the big red hair. Got it. Okay, I get it. No, Extremely I... sexist. Oh, really? Is that oh. fair? But that's painting him as the kind of a bad guy. No, no, he's... he is. I mean, he's the Archie Bunker. Yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah. Uh, there's a compilation of him making fun of fat women in the shoe store. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all like 12 seconds long, and the compilation is like 22 minutes long. <laughs> that's how many insults he has against <laughs> An entire women. episode oh, of yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool that they were like, they were building a writing staff, and they were like, we need a guy who can make fun of fat women. <laughs> like, what an evil resume you must have. <laughs> to be like, oh, no, I got this. I can... I can be a real monster, fellas. (laughs) Well, I think we're going to, let's just get started. Here's an alert, and we're going to kick off our theme today. The following is a test of the PMS Emergency Broadcast Network. It is only a test. 
What is your problem? Can't you get off that couch and help me around here? I should have listened to my mother. You are no good lazy pig. I don't know why I married you in the first place. You no good son of a bitch. <laughs> this has been a test of the PNS Emergency Broadcast Network. If this had been an actual emergency, you would have been instructed not to go home, to check into the nearest motel, and wait three to five days before returning to your house. Again, this has been only a test of the PMS Emergency Broadcast Network. We now return to our regularly scheduled program. God. <laughs> That's kind of tr- I imagine, you know, wives and girlfriends, oh, I heard what you did on the radio today. Yes. And rightfully so, by the way. That one's a little bit brutal. What do y'all think? The kind of the Marcy thing. Why does he keep calling me a chicken? But you know what? I, at least for myself, I'm not going to speak for all women, but when I start yelling and getting worked up, my voice does get to a higher pitch mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a little screechy. Mm, how about that? But also, that's not just women. The king of that is our pal Chick McGee. When he gets angry, he oh, gets yeah. right up here. He gets right up here. God, I damn it, I went to Norton Street yes. like 10 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, man. That he is goes very up. real. He goes up. Thankfully, I have only seen Fank Angry Chick. I have never seen Real Angry Chick. Maybe one day I'll get lucky enough to see that. Jeff is nodding. No, you don't, you don't want, want to see that. All right, Why would cool. anyone want to see that? No, I don't think so. It, there's some humor it's a teddy there. Bear. Yeah, there's some humor there. Now, now, Jeff, uh, you live with three women, as do I. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, is there some? Would you like an alert, like in the house? When things are happening, you know? I would love, like, you know, they just like raise the red flag up front. <laughs> just like, oh, it's a high tide. <laughs> now, is it a gradual thing? We're almost there. You know, it's like a third up one day. Like, oh, crap, I got two days to get some, the, some stuff done here. At least with my current lady, uh, usually I can, I don't know she's PMSing until I realize, like, oh my God, I don't want to be with you anymore and then <laughs> the next day she starts so i'm like oh okay that's what that was you know it's so bad leading up to it once it it actually the flow happens that sweet release of hormones and you kind of calm down that's what's crazy i figured during the time would be the more but it's the the lead up is the terrifying part the lead up is the uterus pissed off that it was not fertilized where's our sperm we got the egg out we decorated all these fancy red curtains he didn't show gosh dang it take all the party decorations down i don't know why we do this every day or every month burn the place down basically it's just havoc and inside you're like why and then that's when it the, happens you're like oh. that's the p in pms the pre Ah. So, yeah, when they're prior to, as you're saying, it's a few days before. So that's what the P stands yes. for. I thought it was Kinda a different like, P. It could be a week before. Whatever it that be is. It a brutal yeah. week. What, uh, Willie, what did you think the P stood for? Uh, a word that I don't know if I can say. Oh, uh, just like a very specific anatomy Yeah, like it was slang. like... It was like what? <laughs> There's no way you thought that. I mean, I, that was a, just a joke. Oh, I was just throwing it out there. I was having a little bit of I don't know. With I, you, it could be anything. Yeah, who knows? I, yeah, I, I, I could be pretty dumb. I don't know how you kids are nowadays. And, who know, and also, I've never really, I've never experienced like a woman that I'm with like, like having PMS, but maybe that's just because I myself have a legitimate mood disorder. So I'm just like, ah, she gets it. You know, she uh. knows what's going on too. No, oh, there's a whole other, there's a, well, there's PMS, which I'm, I thought you were going to say, period. Oh, yeah. That's- Man. Sucks. I can't think of anything. Period. Now. Men suck. Yeah, that's Period. what it stands for. Yeah, something like that. But PMDD, that's a whole other thing. What? Yeah, look up PMDD. Some women have committed murder, and they could blame the PMDD. What's the, what is that? Uh, designated I, driver is my first yeah. instinct when I hear those letters. It, is it still premenstrual? I'm going to take that as a no. Premenstrual dysphoric okay. disorder. Dysphoric. A severe, sometimes disabling extension of premenstrual syndrome. Yeah, it includes physical and behavioral symptoms that usually usually resolve with the onset of menstruation. So wow. it's like when you start to go really, like your mood shifts are very extreme, can disrupt work, damage relationships, you know, all the fun stuff. I, uh, I dated a girl who after, we're still friends, and she, I found out later, had to go on special medication. Uh, because her periods were so bad. But at the time we were dating, we just wouldn't talk for five days. 
wow. Like it was, I would try to do nice stuff like, oh, I, I brought you some crosswords and a book and some soup. And she'd be like, get out of my house. And I'd be like, oh, okay. I asked for the word search, not the crossword. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you try to do. When we're like, when we're, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so weird. It just takes over your body. If Donnie's like, here, I got you coleslaw from KFC and uh, Culver's because I know you love that. I'm like, why? Because I'm fat, you got to bring me food. One thing makes me happy. Oh my god, which is true. This is something that makes me happy. This I have like a certain phase of hangovers that get like this. Like, <laughs> if I get hungover and I watch Remember the Titans, I'm getting real emotional. You know, <laughs> maybe it's something like that. I'm not sure how it works. Oh, it is weird. I forgot about the crying. You can just watch a commercial and it has nothing to do with anything. You're just bawling. I'm like, what's happening? It's like it's the Notebook. Did I tell not. you I was watching? It was like a commercial for insurance. And you know how like commercials, you can't tell what anything's for anymore. Everything's kind of so generic. Mm-hmm. And so it's this guy, and he's just running on the uh, the roof of a building, and then he jumps to like another roof, like a parkour thing. But then the gap keeps getting bigger and bigger, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, the gap is getting too big for him. Like getting so emotionally invested. And it's like, dude, I gotta quit drinking. This is this is insane. I should not be so into this commercial right now. I think I cried during a thunderstorm, worried about the squirrels. <laughs> I, I never like, even. How are they going to handle it in their nest? What if the lightning hits their I, tree? I thought about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible. <laughs> the squirrels are like sitting in a tree like, why is that crazy lady looking at us? Like, <laughs> Basically. All together. Okay, Look well, at well, her. She's crying. Ah, <laughs> 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 She's sad. Yeah, they hate you. Oh. Uh, well, we're kind of talking TV. And so here we go. We're going to talk about this. Before The View, there was this show. Hey, ladies. Are you sick and tired of listening to men talk about sports for hours? Are you ready for a show where women talk about things that are important to you? Well, Bob and Tom Television has a new show you'll love. Forget about that show on Fox Television called The Best Damn Sports Show, period. And make way for The Best Damn Period Show, period. Nothing could make for better television than listening to a bunch of women ragging on about their periods. I am so bloated. I'm retaining more water than a basket full of sea sponges. Answer me this, heavy day or light day? Are you kidding? I'm flowing, girlfriend. If someone built a dam in my panties, I'd create enough hydroelectric energy to power my iPod. Then wouldn't you call that an iPad? That's so funny. <laughs> so why am I crying? All the other top shows are just a dud. It's the best damn period show, period. <laughs> the best damn period show, period. It's entertaining, it's enlightening, and above all, it's absorbing. We pulled a lot of strings to bring you such top-notch entertainment. And this show has more mood swings than a Dick Vermeil press conference. Hey, girls, let's order a pizza. How about sausage, pepperoni, and chocolate chips? They call it the deep dish maxi. Shut up! I'm sorry. Don't touch me! I just feel so emotional right now. Hey, girls. Do you know why they call it PMS? Why? Because mad cow disease was already taken. You bastard! Critics are gushing over the best damn period show, period. In fact, the critics couldn't wait to give our ladies a plug. These gals may be cycling, but nothing can cramp their style. We're even redecorating the set. That's right. This week, the painters are in. Don't worry. If you miss today's show, it'll be on again in 28 days or so. And don't miss the new hit sitcom starring Roseanne Barr and Kirstie Alley. It's two and a half menopause. Only on the Bob and Tom Television Network. All the other talk shows are just a duck. It's the best damn period show, period. Best damn period show. Followed by an all-new, you can smell it from here. Period. <laughs> that tagline going into those like singers beautifully singing that song and all those musicians. I mean, that's the silliness paired with the overproduction that I love mm-hmm. about Bob and Tom show bits. That is so weird. You can thank your dad for that. Well, and, and also it's a signature. As far as uh, thanking my dad, what do you guys think? Did those? Uh, did that pun run just reek of Tom Griswold? The uh, absorbing into strings into cycling yeah, into the cramps. gushing. The, the painters are in. I mean, the literally in our strings. 
wearing yeah, cramp it's like, their style. It's yeah. like it's like they got in a room together and they're like, okay, what's every pun we can think yeah. about a period? And they're like, okay, we're gonna work backwards now. <laughs> Let's whiteboard out. this, everybody. Yeah, and then here's another question that I had, which it could be kind of a way to carbon date this bit. Uh, they made the iPod joke, so it's got to be like what, like after 2006. But then she said, shouldn't you call that an iPad? Mm-hmm. Did the iPad exist yet, or was that just a joke about pads? I'm not sure. Because I it think. Must not have. I, I, I think that it wasn't. Yeah, what did you, sorry, what were you going to say? I cut you off. No, that was it. I don't think it was. It had to be like 2005 or six because there was no iPad yet. Yeah, so I, I don't know. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe we, <laughs> we were sort of leading the way this with show, that. I think this bit was about 07 mm-hmm. from the. I think it was on Donkey Show or something like that. And I'm looking up the iPad now, released in April of 2010. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it might have <laughs> predated it. I. Uh, I every Let's sue s- Apple. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, Let's sue Apple. Apple. <laughs> okay, you stole from the Bob and Tom. Yeah, show, we haven't improved. Like, here's when we came out with it. You, you guys must have heard it and stole our uh, stole our name. And then they listen to it and be like, "Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going for a different angle." There. Uh, does it have a screen? What, what, what were you guys talking about? The yeah, painters are coming to town. Has your dad written all over it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the puns. I don't even care. I don't know. Are do women get upset about that? Unless they're actually on the rag or whatever phrase people use nowadays. I don't. That might be my the least most, favorite. Least favorite. <laughs> I don't know. On uh, the rag. She's ragging. So uh, on the rag sounds like a dirty dish. You know, it sounds like it's on the rag. You know what the best thing is? I used to be synced up with a full moon, so like you could tell when I was getting ready to be on my period because it's every twenty eight <laughs> days, and it's oh. like oh. Is this a waxing gibbous? Oh, no. That rocks. Yeah. Imagine if the entire country of women was like that, synced up with the moon, and and that way men knew. That Mm -hmm. way every, if you didn't know, dude, they're telling you right there in the sky. It is absolutely true. I will let you all know, all you guys here, you are sitting with an alpha uterus. Really? I can get other women to change cycles to sync up to me. And it is true. They do it. Is that an alpha uterus? I'm going to call it that. Yes. <laughs> that's. I have kind of a similar thing. Everyone that's ever moved in with me has also become fat. I did that. <laughs> they, they start getting takeout too. All my old roommates gain about 15, 20 pounds. So yeah, we're sort of alphas. I get that. Oh my gosh. They mentioned Roseanne in this bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I forgot Roseanne has such a great episode about PMS when it's like uh, she's getting her period and it's like Dan's birthday or something. And he's trying to get away from her because her hormones are crazy. And he's trying to spell it out to uh, the little boy on the episode. DJ. Like, DJ. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do I have to spell it out for you? And he like, literally makes PMS with his whole body mm-hmm. in the kitchen. He's freaking out. YMCA and in it. Yeah. So <laughs> funny. I don't know why. Again, I was a kid watching that. And it's like that became one of our go-to jokes. That's awesome. How about that? Thanks for listening. I had three <laughs> brothers and a dad, and my mom was the only... So we didn't talk about stuff like this at our house ever. Yeah. Like, it was a... Uh, like, I don't even know if my mom would you, had yeah. a period. Right, right. Like, it was so secret. At my house now, I know when it's in the house because they just lay it all out on the floor in the bathroom. There's like nine different bags of, good. of travel travel bags mm-hmm. and, and pads and liners and plugs and all the all the good so stuff. So yeah. you guys have daughters. You know when a girl gets her period for the first mm-hmm. time, you have to start carrying the purse to school. It's a very big deal. Yes. It's like your mm-hmm. initiation. So yep. around fifth grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, whatever. When someone started carrying a purse, or when they only did it for a week out of the month, they're on the mm-hmm. they're on the men's. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had to deal with that much, but yeah, they have their own bathroom, which is nice. Uh, so I, but I still, I still know. <laughs> really? Yeah. At times, it's like, man, something's not right with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> with y'all. Yeah. I just wanted to watch Loki. Calm down. Okay. I, so I need to get pissed off about it. I have one kind of brutal story. Me and my little brother, being maniacs to my mm-hmm. older sister, she's hanging out with her friends. They've got to be like high school age. We're middle, middle school. We're just running around being crazy. And we're like harassing them and like throwing rocks at her window. And then she threw down what appeared to be, it was a tampon covered in a red substance. And me... <laughs> And my little brother crying and screaming bloody murder and yelling to my mom. 
And then Lucy's just like, it's just ketchup, boys. Quit bothering us. <laughs> and I'm still traumatized by it. It was a terrible, terrible day. I'm sorry that I told that story out loud, it's Lucy. You're a lovely person. Oh. When, when I was in eighth grade, my parents' house got padded one night. And someone took like 50 maxi pads, drew on them in red, and then stuck them all over my parents' house. Oh, my and, But then it rained that night. Oh. And, and so, of course, since I was the oldest... Oh, it must have been some of your jackass friends. <laughs> go pull all those down. So I had to go pull like 50 wet maxi pads uh, off of my parents' house. So absorbent. To be so fair, absorbent. that does sound like something your jackass friends would do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. It doesn't sound too far off. Now, I want to get back to this alpha uterus thing. I, I can't get it out of my yeah. head. So did you turn like some ladies in the office back when there was people here if, kind of thing? Usually if a female was not on birth control, because if you take the pill, that controls your period. But sure. if you were just a freelancer, a free faller, if you will. Free, um, a free faller. Free falling uterus. Uh, it naturally, I don't know what it is, the hormones you put out there. Yeah. Kind of, I would change cycles. Same way I was on the softball team. Oh, boy. So then, yeah, you'd have like nine out of 12 girls all synced up. Hilarious. <laughs> Double header. Yeah, out. could you imagine, did you have a, ma- a male coach? We did. Okay. And the championship game's coming up, and all of a sudden, nine <laughs> of the 12 are like, oh, jeez, we're not going to win this one. Or is it better? Are you guys oh, yeah, like, maybe intense, more, right? are you yeah. more intense and you're okay. like mad? Like how like ready to, like but how but you probably lose concentration, right? No, we don't just go, we're not, duh, I'm on my period. It's not like that. We're just more focused and irritable. I, I, I totally and thought that. twice and, about sliding into base? Oh. Like, are you? Oh my Thankfully, goodness. we don't. That's, play softball without pants on so yes. it's okay um right but they're still fair, like fair question i don't know fair question had, i don't know how that thing works i don't know any softball <laughs> i don't know if anyone was wearing maxi pads or like giant pads playing um this is i love how stupid all the guys in this room sound right now <laughs> talking about idiots. this absolute it's like, idiots have you guys seen that thing there's a, a comedian does this clip and it's like a song that she wrote but it's like a, based on a true story where like in nasa sent a woman to space in the 80s and she was only going to be there for like four days, and they didn't know what to do, and they sent her up with three hundred tampons. <laughs> <laughs> like just no one wanted to ask. It's like why we're just all so dumb about this and just oh, talking out of our little ass. monkeys. That what do we do? How many does she have to change it every hour or is it every thirty minutes? Well, hopefully What's maybe can we ask? We're not allowed to ask. Maybe we're at least artists. plan it, but send her up between. Right? I mean, what if gravity makes them fall out or non gravity? I don't know. Gravity no. makes them fall out. It's so funny. <laughs> There's no gravity in space. Out. I'm not. Sure, how physics works up there. Yeah. Give her more. They're gonna get lost up there, just floating around the. the, the more will fix everything. We're not sure if it's gonna be like a honey, I shrunk the kids situation. So we made some that are massive, and hopefully they'll get down, they'll get smaller when you're up there. That's such a great story. Now, have you sent Donnie out on the on the run? I was always nervous to ask him, but he was like, I don't care. He goes, it'd be helpful if you could send me a picture of which one right. you want. Exactly. Because right. exactly. it's like, get the plastic applicator. Okay. I always get cardboard. the coolest looking cooch? box, and then they're like, "We don't. That's not the one we use." Yeah. I'm like, but it's neon pink and black. That looks dope. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a party getting ready to happen. There's in your a pants. girl running on it. Her ponytail's flowing in the wind. <laughs> She's like, Jeff, I'm getting tampons, not an energy drink. Okay. Right. <laughs> it doesn't need to be neon pink. Uh, let's do our next bit. Uh, this is uh, an episode of the Mr. O Show featuring a few rarities. Heidi Ho, welcome to the Mr. Obvious Show. I am Mr. Obvious. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious Show. Uh, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. <laughs> hey, Mr. Obvious. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. I appreciate the call. What can I do for you? Well, Mr. Obvious, I'm having problems with my wife, and for the life of me, I don't know what to do about it. I, I think she's having mental problems. Well, caller, that can be very serious. Let me remind you that I'm not trained in psychology. On the other hand, though, I do know a little something about human behavior, so I'll give it a shot. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. Uh, so here's the thing. I, I think my wife might have a split personality or something. Mm. Uh, I mean, sometimes she's, she's so nice to me. She praises me to high heaven, and then uh, other times she's just unbelievably mean. Now, call her from time to time. i found that people will experience mood swings. Mm-hmm. Could be caused by stress, a physical problem, right. a chemical imbalance, <laughs> or it could be... Pardon my French. Her time of the month. Oh, what do you mean her, her time? Her cycle. 
No, she don't, she don't ride a motorcycle, Miss Johnson. She, she drives a car. No, 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 call her. Her period, premenstrual syndrome, PMS. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, uh, when her Aunt Millie... Flo. Flo comes to visit. <laughs> I got you. No, 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 it, it, it's not that. I, I actually thought of that, but, you know, she she's like this all month long. I mean, it, it doesn't just happen every few weeks. It's 24-7, Mr. O. <laughs> hmm. Hey, I guess it might be one of them chemical imbalances she was talking about. Cause, uh, I mean, it happens quickly. She'll, she'll literally compliment me one second, and then in the very next breath, she'll insult me. Hmm, that's extremely unusual, caller. In my experience, a true split personality is quite rare. Why don't we try to figure this out together? Let's start with the positive things she says. Accentuate <laughs> the positive. That's what I always say. Great idea, Mr. Obvious. Uh, uh, well, well, sometimes she makes me feel real special. Um, she'll, she'll put me right up there and rank me with the, the world's great financiers or playwrights or scientists. Like uh, Galileo or Stephen Hawking? Uh, no, she, she ain't mentioned none of them, but uh, they're like Einstein. That's one that she says all the time. Well, I can see where that would be good for your ego. Oh, yeah, it feels great. But just for a second, because then right afterwards she'll say something really mean. So you're on an emotional roller coaster. Maybe you could give me a specific example. I'm sure, Mr. Obvious. Uh, just a couple of days ago, for instance, I put together this brand new bookcase we got. And she says... Nice going, Einstein, <laughs> which made me feel great. And then she follows it up and says, you put the shelves in upside down, you jackass. <laughs> boom, she's changed so quickly. I, I didn't know what to think. And then the next day, she did the same kind of thing. She goes, hey, Bill Gates. <laughs> The bank just called, and we're overdrawn again, you nimrod. Uh, I'm beginning to get the picture. Yeah, she's now, crazy. Earlier when you said something about her comparing you to famous playwrights, were you talking specifically about Shakespeare, as in the phrase, nice play, Shakespeare? Uh, Mr. Obvious, that, that's exactly what she says. Nice play, Shakespeare. And then, boom, she changes her attitude just like that and says something really mean. I think she probably needs therapy. Then. No, uh, caller, I don't think therapy will make a difference. No, really? So, so you think probably medication? Caller, <laughs> listen to me carefully. Your wife is using sarcasm. Sarcasm? Mm-hmm. Is that one of them new drugs they got out now? I know she's already on Claritin. She's <laughs> Maybe it's that combination of Claritin and sarcasm. No, caller, sarcasm isn't a drug. It's uh, an attitude, a way of saying things. It's saying something in such a way that the opposite of what you're saying is what you truly mean. Oh, I get it. That's nice. So, so like when she calls me a nimrod, she means just the opposite. No, caller, I'm afraid that's the part that isn't sarcasm. When she calls you Einstein or Don Juan. No, she calls me Don Juan. Just a guess. Anyway, when she says those names, that's when she's being sarcastic. She's basically saying that you're the exact opposite of Einstein or Bill Gates. So actually, she's being quite consistent in what she's saying. So there isn't anything wrong with her after all? No, mentally, she's perfectly healthy. <laughs> what a relief. I was afraid she was losing it. Hey, Rockefeller, I hope that's a toll-free call you're making, you big dope. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not, honey. It's a toll call. And, and, hey, why didn't you tell me you've been using sarcasm? You know we don't have any secrets in this family. You could tell me anything. Wow, Chris, can you finally broke the code. <laughs> <laughs> When she calls me Kreskin... Yeah, she means just the opposite. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right, Betty Crocker. I smell burning steak. Hey, you better check the kitchen, you moron. Oh, oh that's great sarcasm. I never made the connection. Mr. Obvious, you're a lifesaver. Well, I try to help where I can. Oh, yeah. You helped, all right. Yeah, you're a regular Dr. Phil. You <laughs> uh, sarcasm has a time and place, and I don't think this is it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was just practicing, Mr. That's Will. all the time we have for this week's Mr. Obvious Show. Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, great show there, Marconi. And you are late. Shut up. Shut up, Tommy. That's original. You write that, Shakespeare? <laughs> that's, that's a perfect bit.
That's a great performance from Dean and from Chick. I don't know who the who the wife voice was. That was so funny and perfect. And you guys, before we talk about anything else, I'm telling you, I am throwing into my Rolodex of insults Nimrod. We uh, got to get Nimrod back out this summer. Yeah, Love let's bring, let's bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Not just a Green Day album anymore, my friend. Mm. What was the insult? I think I didn't hear it correctly about you crack the code. Kreskin. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I do not know. Is that like a spy? He's like a magician type. Yeah. Um, like like a mind reader type. Uh, oh. Like uh, like a uh, uh, an old timey David Blaine okay. or ah. Chris Angel type. And, and we parodied it with Chick and the amazing Crisco. Oh, sure, the amazing Kreskin. And which I think did um, uh, Johnny Carson do a Kreskin thing? Yes. Yes. So Where it's a, would, uh, it is definitely a well before all of our time. I learned a lot from yeah. this show. Like, hello, Dare. I never would have heard that before. I had no idea anything I'm about it. I'm still getting a hello, Dare chest tattoo as soon as I get <laughs> oh, some nice. Fantastic. That way I can just pull down the shirt. Hello, Dare. Hello, Dare. Are you going to get one above your butt that says goodbye, Dare? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, pretty okay. good, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> front and the back. I Maybe like just it. bye, Dare. <laughs> goodbye might be a little clunky. Hello, Dare. Hello, Dare. Yeah, this show is definitely, my reference level is way beyond where it should be. I can go back way too far. <laughs> A, a guy. I was born in 1993. I should not be able to make like a Bilko or a Mash reference, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> show no, brings that so that bit had a third person in it. Yes, I could not figure out who. The I, and was. I don't know who it is. I tried to call Dean. He didn't answer. Um, and I might not want to know the answer. Sometimes it was, you never know. Um, so it was a third person involved, which is a rarity. And then obviously at the end. Uh, the caller giving Mr. O crap yes. mm-hmm. is a rarity. Yeah, great show, Marconi. Yeah. You're a real Dr. Phil. <laughs> yes. Just giving it to him. I know, I love it. It's that is so I don't it's just so it's so funny. The chicks I I, I just can't stop thinking about the way that just chick chick uh, she's using a sarcasm with you, caller. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> well, just the brilliance of trying to explain sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It's right. one of those things you almost can't explain, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Right? Like even uh to bring a, a more contemporary reference, um Big Bang Theory, Sheldon couldn't get sarcasm and they tried to teach him and sure. he, he just doesn't get it you got you, it's it's sort of innate right right and then i feel especially now uh i'm doing so much communication texting emailing and sarcasm you just can't That's do it there it doesn't work not. you have to say like lol or put an emoji or after or before it or people are like oh you're just being a jerk or, right. or is kind of a thing putting asterisks on either side of the word you're trying to emphasize great idea is yeah. that does mm-hmm. that oh. sort of become a thing yeah like, uh, I feel like it is. Get lost. Uh, great job, Magellan, with like the thing or whatever. Sure. Exactly. Was Magellan a good example there? I couldn't think of an explorer fast enough. I went with Magellan. Oh, Magellan's always, fine. Oh, I cool. didn't know who Magellan was. I just know people said it. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I'm not going to debate you. I yeah. like it. It's okay. Trust me. It was literally, it's a throwaway reference on a podcast. I don't think we need to look too into it, but I'm glad. You're more of a, what, Lewis and Clark person? Is oh. Indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder when this happened in the timeline of the caller that the wife was just so fed up with him that she ended up having the affair later on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. With oh. the contractor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've looked long into the mythology of Mr. Obvious, and honestly, <laughs> both these guys have a lot of problems that they're not talking about. <laughs> They've both got several issues. Yeah. Could you imagine a Bob and Tom show masterclass and uh, and different people would teach different parts of it, you know? Like different characters or yeah, the real yeah, yeah, almost kind of the character. You almost kind of create some more, some extra backstory. It would be cool if we could do a, to- a Mr. Obvious timeline and just do like, we could just do, we just do like a Mr. Episode, Mr. Obvious episode and we just try to pinpoint different things happening in this guy's life. Yeah. Like, I want to figure out, he loses a leg at one point. So I want to <laughs> figure out. Halloween, did his, actually. Did his wife have an affair? Did, did his wife, did she cheat on a guy with one leg? Because if you're cheating on an amputee, I mean, that's rude. No, that's not nice. That is not nice. That is not a nice thing to do. This is the video we need to make. Yeah. We're sitting down. We're all listening. You're eating your pizza. We got the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And putting it all together. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to do it in sort of the master class style, you know, kind of in a library 
really yeah. high quality. Yeah. And then also, how funny would it be if we went to go get a whiteboard in the back or something, and we just turned it, and it was just clearly the whiteboard that my dad used for the pun run for all the period <laughs> jokes. Yeah, just like erasing like the pill, like three ellipses. Period. Anything? Question mark. You know? <laughs> You flip it over, uh, it's just a giant penis drawn. It's like, all right, we get it. And, and here's all the milk uh, puns with cheeses. And, yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to go to our next one. This is a musical, a musical interlude for the girls. She never was abused when she was younger. Her father never up and ran away. And even though her family gave her all the love she needs, somehow she's a bitch anyway. <laughs> and when I try to tell her funny stories, she says, I guess you had to be there. <laughs> even though the humor's plain to see. And when the evening news shows homeless people, she says it's their own damn fault. <laughs> and then she turns and watches MTV. <laughs> she never is the first to say she's sorry. And she takes offense to every word I say. And even though she lives in the richest country in the world, somehow she's a bitch anyway. She turned out a bitch anyway. She's always a bitch anyway. Yeah. Wait a second. That had nothing to do with periods. <laughs> I'm starting to uh, make the connection. Uh -huh, so what are you, trying to, are you trying to say? Everyone's a bitch on their uh, PMS? All oh, you guys are just looking at me like mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. I'm just trying to play it cool. I'm just trying not to get yelled at. I'm trying not to get in trouble here. I'm trying to be a nice guy, you know? I felt it fit with the show. I And I don't get a chance to play some of these songs from like a from a Henry Phillips there very one often. Of my and, kinda, and it kinda I'm not gonna do a whole episode on bitch things, sure. am I? So I just <laughs> felt like it fit. Welcome back to the bitch episode. <laughs> uh, I know, right? We're talking bitches terrible. This is at least a little more subtle about it. Mm. There's a little nuance here. If if our listeners don't already follow or watch Henry Phillips, like he's one of the funniest, most understated mm -hmm. Uh, and his understatement is understated. Like yes. he is brilliant. Uh, he he has two movies, Punching the Clown and Punching Henry. Yep. You can uh, rent those, watch them if you like dry, mm -hmm. subtle, smart. If you uh, if you're a fan of the HBO show Silicon Valley, he was the yes. creepy server guy with the that, ponytail. Yeah, whenever they went to the <laughs> server, and then he would like they'd be following him, and then he'd get totally lost. They couldn't find him. <laughs> he has like a creepy ponytail. Yeah. Is he in later seasons of that? Is yes. That right? Yeah. Okay. And I think he's in like the final episode. I think there's just like a, a brief like not like homage because it's actually him. But I think that the fans just kind of loved the characters. They bring him in for like a two three second bit. He's friends with Mike Judge. Yes, he right? is. Because yes. I think mm -hmm. Christy told me a story where she yep. just casually went to dinner with the both of them. Yep. Like, yep. holy crap. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he also has a series on YouTube called You and Your Effing Coffee, <laughs> uh, which the first episode I'm watching, I'm like, he's in this house and trying to get coffee made. And I'm like, wait, is that Mike Judge? And he's in Mike Judge's house <laughs> shooting this web series so and it's mike judge and his wife in the series in the episode that rules yeah so yeah cannot say enough uh, good things about henry phillips and by the way it's crazy that we've said all this stuff and no one has said that he's like a virtuoso guitar yeah. player yeah i mean what a beautiful song mm -hmm. anyway and then the juxtapose of t calling a girl bitch mm -hmm. in it basically they he also has another song we play on here every once in a while called she's talking again yeah oh yeah and, uh, another one. very funny song by i'm surprised oh, yeah. you didn't do that one for pms um well good yeah but i like this one better yeah. no that's just all the time mm -hmm. never mind that way it makes you mad <laughs> ah. speaking of making all's mad uh two songs ago what are the mr obit i went and got her a beverage and did you hear what she called it no hey can you get me a green tea 
No, I said the it, green tea is not working. Oh, I thought you were uh, calling your Mountain Dew. I currently have a, a bottled water. Your green tea. I have a bottled water here, and I got a hot green tea for my caffeine fix, and it just isn't hitting the spot. And Oscar's over here drinking a Mountain Dew, and I'm like, yeah, hook me up. Well, there's no caffeine in a green tea. Yes, there is. I think I think it has caffeine. I mean, it I don't know. Very little. You guys, I don't know anything. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Wow, that was scary. It does. It, it, might have a, <laughs> it might have a little, but black tea's way more caffeine. Sounds to me like somebody's PMSing. Oh. <laughs> Are you right, Jeff? Can you tell on my face? You also can tell on my face when I am, and I get Is a little it, bloated. You get a little bloaty? Yeah. Okay. When I look like a fat moon, as I was pretty much depicted on the air yesterday. Big white, fat round. Moon. She looked great. <laughs> I, no, I run fun. the cameras. Uh, she looked fantastic, but yeah, of no, course you, she hated care. how she looked. My dad is just a massive weirdo and does not know how to talk to women. It's, it's, it's just because no I was deal. on a 62-inch TV or something or 65-inch screen awkwardly in the studio <laughs> well, that, also. Whenever we have else. someone up there and it's not a split screen, I feel like I'm a kid in a North Korean classroom. <laughs> you know, like I'm just looking up. It's just it's just this massive image. It's just like it's just God shining in on us, you know? Oh. It is sort of a weird angle. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Good lord, that's funny. Yeah, I know. You know. I'm curious for you guys, what did you call it? Because I said on the rag earlier. What did you typically say, the slang? I, I was just like, are you on your period or something? I th- yeah, Honestly, it does not weird me out that much. I, I think when guys are with guys, we get a little worse. Yeah, we're very yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like Aunt Flo's in town. Yeah, I or... think that was the most, I think that's the worst one. It's cheesy, it's dumb. It's we, Shark yeah. Week was hilarious. Oh yeah, Shark Week became happened. a the good one. The first yeah. time I ever heard Shark Week, I know I was at Old Point Tavern. Uh, <laughs> the girl who said it was Sharon Rickson. I will never forget it because I'm like, Shark Week? And she's like, yeah, there's blood in the water. I was like, that's one of the things they said. You can't go swimming if you're on your period in the ocean because the sharks. Oh, man. Really? I don't think it's true, oh. but... I bet there's something there, right? I mean... I know you aren't supposed to like do upside-down yoga or inversions, according to some crazy ex of mine. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, where's it going? What, is it going to go somewhere else? I don't know. Hmm. I need to know this. Hmm. I but shove I've, an I've, absorbent cotton thing up there I've, for a reason. I've, I thought been, that'd be I've been in multiple <laughs> yoga classes where they're like, if if it's uh, a time for you and uh, this isn't the proper thing to do, there's a modification we can do. Oh and my I've heard it multiple times, so I assumed it was there was a good hippie reason. Wait a second. You are going to yoga classes where you're inverting yourself? Yeah, like, you know, headstands and, like, forearm stands. and You can do a headstand and a forearm stand? Uh, I don't know if you've noticed I put on 75 pounds. No, I can't do any of that anymore. But, but you used, used to, be, to be able yeah, to? Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean to you, pal. That's so impressive. I didn't know. <laughs> I never it's could. been quite a few years. My goodness. Well, now I feel like I tried to compliment you, and you look so defeated, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, you just reminded him he gained weight. No, <laughs> I was trying to say that's yeah. so impressive. Uh, hey, Jess, I'm PMSing, too. I was going to uh-huh. say, is it that time of the month? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> is was it Bloody Mary here? Oh, I haven't heard that before. Was it uh, Ride the Crimson Tide? Tide, yeah. Real Tide, yeah. Nick Saban's coming to town. Now, have you ever heard... <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm learning things. I, I love it. Nick Saban's staying in the guest room, you know? <laughs> oh, Lily. <laughs> what we did earlier, I do. we glanced over in that Mr. O bit. Shake's <laughs> character, Mr. O, goes, yeah, you know, maybe she's BMSing. And then he has to be more clear and more clear about what he means. Yeah. And then Dean goes, oh, I know what you're saying. Her Aunt Millie's coming to town. <laughs> he hits it so Millie. confidently. Oh, God. It's such a killer line. Man, That those two guys, so damn funny. Um, let's go into this next bit. Hey, everybody needs insurance, right? You've just taken her out on the perfect date. Chick flick, romantic dinner, stroll through the park back to your place for dessert. Everything is going as planned. And just as you make your move, you hear this. Oh, listen, I should probably go. Right now is just not a good time for this. What, what's the matter? I've got candles lit. I've got smooth music. <laughs> you like the wine? What's wrong? Is it me? No, no, no. I like you. It's just that, well, Aunt Flo is visiting, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's my time of the month, and I don't really feel very sexy. I should just go. I'll call you later this week. But, but Thanks for dinner. I had a nice time. But I... I 
And just like that, you're out a few hundred dollars, you're all alone, and you're frustrated. This happens to thousands of men month after month in this country. On average, four or five out of every 28 dates ends in frustration due to a woman's biological cycle. Menstruation is a beautiful, natural, essential, and amazing part of human life. But it's a total drag when you've dumped a big chunk of change on a gal and go home empty-handed. Due to several state and federal laws, we can't help you with the sexual frustration, but we can help you with the financial loss. We're Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. <laughs> At Mass Menstrual, we know how hard you work for your money and how hard it can be when a woman says no. It hurts your ego, but don't let it hurt your wallet. With our date insurance policy, a small monthly premium will get you peace of mind for times when you can't get a piece of ass. Just listen to this actual recording of a reenactment of a mass menstrual claim adjuster meeting with a customer. Joe, hey, I, I got here as quick as I could. Are you okay? Well, yeah, I guess so. Thanks for coming here to the restaurant to meet me, Mike. I just couldn't go home. You too upset? No, it's, it's not that. It's just that I've got a... I, I can't stand up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Well, okay, just calm down and think about baseball. Now, don't worry. I checked your policy, and you're covered. You'll get a check in the next few days for the cost of dinner, drinks, entertainment, and condoms. Oh, good. That's a relief. So you uh, you got my premium payment for this period? Uh, not period, Joe. Term. We call it term. Oh, yeah. <laughs> term. Sorry. Uh, also, will Mass Menstrual reimburse me for the limo rental? Because she insisted we rent a limo. Uh, no, Joe, that's not due to hormones. It's because she's a bitch. <laughs> that's a pre-existing condition, so it's not covered. Damn. All right. Do you mind giving me a lift home, Mike? Home? Don't you want me to drop you by the whorehouse? You've got full coverage, Joe. We'll reimburse you $100 a day for a rental. Awesome. Thanks, Mass Menstrual. <laughs> that other insurance company might be the good hands people, but we aim a little lower at Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. Call your local agent today and find out which policy is right for you. We offer everything from minimal liability insurance for light days to full coverage flood insurance for heavy days. Call Mass Menstrual and find out how much we can save you on date insurance. Don't let Mother Nature cramp your style ever again. Mass Menstrual of Omaha Insurance. A division of American Wife and Casualty Insurance. <laughs> I gotta say the uh, the laughs in that bit from the people in the studio are pretty consistent, and I liked how in the, the "Don't let it cramp your style." I like that that got the vacuum in the room. I like that no one <laughs> laughed at that. Like, look, we already did the cramp joke. All right, we're not doing the cramp joke again. What a weird, funny bit, man. I bet uh, no one recalls that bit, right? Uh, I've never heard it before, but no. I did recognize uh, a couple voices on there. Mm -hmm. uh, our own Jason. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the, Jess and I, Jess Hooker and I at the beginning. Yeah. That would make an HR issue if she yeah, was here. Jeez. I know, right. <laughs> and then the best voice in radio, uh, Dave Dugan. Mm -hmm. uh, that guy has the best speaking voice of any person I've ever met. Was that Timmy D? Timmy D doing the narrator. Yeah. And also the funny part to me is once you go to the claim adjuster and the insurance guy is Whit Grayson, who kind of does that stuff in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. And he was the guy with Dave Dugan. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. I didn't recognize that yeah. voice. Well, it's a very, very funny. funny bit, but I feel like there needs to be a version written from the female perspective about guys. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, called Whiskey Dick Insurance. Something, yeah. <laughs> no joke. Ugh. That wouldn't be bad, actually. I can Listening to that mm. made me flash back to like high school, college, back when I remember when I was turning 18. My girlfriend uh, started her period like two days before my birthday, and I was furious with her. Oh like, what a dick! It's my 18th birthday and I can't get any? This is bullcrap. I was furious at it. I love like, the way I was so mad. I love the way that you're saying the word birthday. It's my 18th birthday. <laughs> you're just taken right back to that moment. Oh man, I was so, like, I didn't, you know, because right. when, you, when you're uh, 18 year old Jeff, you never know when your last time's your last time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're like, well, that may have been the last time I had sex. The last time we had sex. So she's on her period again. I may never, she may break up with me by the time she's done with it. Uh, like, but, but 18 year old Jeff, would you still have done it even though she was on her period? Oh, if we, she did. Would have we did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Here, here's me, practical Jason. I'm like, well, hey, good thing she had a period. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. For 18 year old Jeff's sake. Well, f- even 48 year old Jeff celebrates a period. No baby, no baby, no baby, no. A couple great lines in there, too. The no, she's just a bitch. It's yeah. a pre existing condition. <laughs> it's, so good. It's, it's a total, just like a gut punch kind of mean yes. line, but it it's just the mean. laugh, the laugh hits, it makes it worth it. Yeah. Real, and then, real fun. And then he can go get a whore. Because why? Oh, yeah, because they give you a rental. He, he has full coverage. <laughs> that is, I could never imagine someone that works for an insurance company meeting me in public and being that nice to me. My <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just on phone for four hours talking to four different people. Oh, no wonder she's a bitch. We were talking about Dave Dugan earlier, and if we go back, what, three or four bits, the, the best damn period show period, where the narrator does the joke about the mad cow. Yes. How yes. weird was that? It was so, so funny. And then, well, here's the thing that I liked about it is that he makes the joke and then the girls make fun of him right away, you know? Right. They shut it down immediately. It's like the same thing we played a bit this morning where my like dad is talking to people. I forget in the bit. And then it's like a, it's like a vanilla guy thing. There was a genre of bits where my dad was this lame guy and there were just people that were trying to make it be cool. And then at the end of the bit, he's like, all right, do we go to the hood? And you're just like, oh, this is kind of awkward. And then they all just go, wrong. They like shut it down. And so I like it when it gets to that point where you yes. sort across the Line and they're like, no, we know yeah. what we're going on here. Yeah, yeah. that's wrong. That's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, let's get into our last bit. This one, I I don't know what it is, but boy, do I hope it's old lady Christy. It's another stellar performance by our own Christy Lee. The devil wears Prada. You've seen all the ads. It's the story of a small town girl new to the big city, working for a bitchy boss at a New York fashion magazine. The devil wears Prada. Anne Hathaway. And Meryl Streep are getting rave reviews for their performances in... The Devil Wears Prada. That's right, it's The Devil Wears Prada. Well, forget about Prada, because Bob and Tom Filmworks presents Christy Lee in the cinematic blockbuster, The Devil Wears Kotex. (laughs) The Devil Wears Kotex, the story of a young intern who goes to work for famous Bob and Tom newscaster Christy Lee during one of her cycles. Oh, no. And then I said to him, one more step, and you'll be wishing you'd become a priest, because you sure as hell won't need that or those. (laughs) It's Christy on the rampage and scene red. And then I said... Like hell I will. I don't do that. And I've got three ex-husbands to prove it. <laughs> it's Christy Lee in The Devil Wears Kotex. Christy and her intern may be a generation apart, but Christy does her best to plug the gap. And one more thing, little missy. Don't take any from Bob and Tom. If they get in my face, I call my lawyer Pronto. Irving Pronto. He's very good. And as for Chick, he's a great big See that? That's his wife's cell phone number, or as I like to call it, the hotline. If Chick pulls any of his, Christy, can I cry on your shoulder while I play with your bull? One phone call, and I'll turn the heat up on his ass so fast, he'll think he's doing squats in a deep fryer. And another thing. The Devil Wears Kotex, starring Christy Lee. Here's what the critics are saying. San Francisco Chronicle critic I Am Gay says... A truckload of Kotex couldn't fill all the holes in this plot, but Christy Lee is bitch-tabulous. You go, girl. However, I thought the soundtrack was atrocious. Ragtime music played by a string quartet. Tacky! The Devil Wears Kotex, only from Bob and Tom Filmworks. And what is this fascination Tom has with bowel movements? Hello, Dr. Freud. And if Bob likes boobs so much, why doesn't he ever grab mine? Is there something wrong with me? When I was your age, I went on tour with a certain rock band who wore makeup, and perfect strangers grabbed my boobs every night. And why is it so hard to get a good cup of coffee? I mean, Starbucks is great, but have you ever been to one of those convenience stores? You may want to change the channel, folks. This could go on for a while. By the way, what's so convenient about those places anyway? The aisles are narrow. The prices are a joke. And another thing. Okay. I, I, I know that was Christy, but at the end of there, that was not Christy. That was my dad. Complaining about the aisles and convenience stores. <laughs> yes, yes. Are you kidding me about gas station coffee? That has to be the old man there. Super fun. I love Angry Christy. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Angry Christy, she's tough. She has guts. She'll go for chicks. She'll go for my dad. She'll go for anybody. I, I, I tell you what, though, she still did it in a sweet tone mm-hmm. in this bit anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, there, we have the thing where she yells at Chick about the breastfeeding. That was pretty real. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but this one, she's still... And another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's still sweet. Um, I have a hypothesis. I have a theory. Okay. You hear my dad giggling so much. He My dad will do a thing where he writes a bit, and he'll have someone read their lines for the bit without reading the, the entire mm-hmm. script, mm-hmm. so they don't know exactly what they're reading for. So Christy just thought, oh, it's me being angry or whatever. And then you hear Christy sort of reacting, and my dad's giggling like, <laughs> <laughs> It's his rusty bicycle laugh. <laughs> He's giggling like he got away with something. Uh. So I think that's what happened there. I'm not sure, though. Okay. I'll have to ask him. I never saw the movie Devil Wears Prada. Was it? I didn't either. Was not, it good? Was it worth premise. it? I did not see it. It's Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep, so I'm sure it's like great performances. And Emily but. Blunt. Emily oh, Blunt. Emily Blunt. Blunt. Wow. Is Kotex still a brand? I think so. Mm-hmm. Kotex, Playtex, and like others? it seems like when I was younger, that was like Coke. You know, like oh, the Kotex was like the. What they would call, no matter what it was, sure. whether it was oh. a tampon or a pad. Whereas nowadays, I feel like it's more just tampon or pad. Or I always grew up with mm-hmm. Tampax. It was just like the standard mm-hmm. name. But oh my gosh, I think it's Donnie Baker or whoever. Whenever someone says tampon, get my tampons, <laughs> I lose it. I giggle. My gosh. As I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story on this podcast before. I'll tell it again. It's my favorite story. When I was a kid, we're at some sort of like office building. I forget what it is. Might be family therapy. It's me, my mom, and my little brother. And my little brother is in the woman's restroom. And he just runs out screaming with a handful of tampons and goes, Mom, they're giving out rockets in the ladies' room. (laughs) (laughs) He thought the little string was a fuse. One of the funniest moments of my life. And I was like, I didn't even know what they were, but I knew that they weren't rockets, you know? How old was he, would you say? He got to be four or five. Okay, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like peak cute kid, oh. you know, innocent enough. So 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 funny. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, There's just something girls can do. We have control. We can end a conversation real quick by bringing up our period. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a teenager, if my dad was saying stuff I'm like, "Well, I started my period yesterday," he goes, "I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it." He just walk away. He couldn't mm-hmm. handle it. Mm-hmm. Really? It was amazing. Yeah. It's a magic trick. Man, guys, we are guys are dumb, man. <laughs> Come on, it's just a part of life. Oh, I go I'll just, I'll shut your mouth. I can't. I yeah. feel like in the last 20 years, there's been a big, like, when we were growing up, like, you didn't talk about it, you didn't ask a woman about it, you you know, that was off limits, and now I think it's more like, no, it's just a natural body, bodily function mm-hmm. that every, you know, that half of the population deals with, and it's not something to be ashamed of or hide right. or anything like it used to be back in the day where, like... No girl wanted you to know she was on her period. Right. And nowadays they're like, I'm on my period. Leave me alone. You're like, okay. It's like women empowerment because if they found out you're on your period, if you would uh, not agree with something, maybe it worked, like, oh, she's on her period. Oh, look at her being difficult. And it's like, no, that's just not a logical decision to make. But whatever. Let's blame that. There's Um, a joke. I think it's in the office where someone's like, yeah, they were were keeping track of my periods. No, it's in Parks and Rec. Leslie and I was like, they're keeping track of my periods. And she starts like yelling and getting really angry. And then one of the old guys goes why is she so mad it's not the 28th yet <laughs> one of my like, favorite little jokes in a show yeah. i guess to defend some women so i don't sound so sexist myself not everyone has giant mood swings and some people can just carry on everything's mm-hmm. hunky-dory i have i have never noticed that i mean I, i've only like lived with a, like a, a girl for like one year of my life i don't have a girlfriend right now but it's just like i've, I've never noticed mood swings because of that maybe it's just because I'm, I'm too young to have experienced it but to me, it's never been that big of an issue. I don't know. And I think a lot of um, girls in their teens end up getting on birth control, not because it's, you know, controlling birth. It's to regulate yeah. mm-hmm. right. a period. And it's probably helped. The the swings are less because yep. of that. Can, is that fair? It helps with hormones. Yep. It can help with acne, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Which yep. that is kind of funny. That's <laughs> just like, of course believe in science doctors know what they're doing but they kind of don't if they're trying to fix birth control and it's like by the way pimples help too and that's that i don't know that doesn't totally make sense to me 
un side effects that you don't know about for drugs. I find those hilarious. There's nothing here yet. I'll write about it. Come back next week. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got confused. No, you can take birth control and it helps prevent acne. No, that's what Is I'm it, saying. Oh, okay. Just like the doctor, like the, the doctor coming and being like, yes, and this drug, it, uh, women will not be able to, to have a child while they're on this drug. And then the girl's just like, I also, uh, I, can't, I don't get pimples anymore. And the guy's just like, also, no pimples. I designed it for that. It's very intentional, no pimples. Yeah, there's something there. It's kind of yeah. a fun point to make. Yeah, and, I, yeah. Yeah, you, and you could get to a ridiculous point. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. That premise, though. It's a great premise. It's a great premise there, pal. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that I did, you know, whatever it was, two and a half minutes, and we're still talking about it. <laughs> Uh, well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming hey, on Hey, thanks show. for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a guy who knows nothing about periods, I'm here to... It's you know per- a lot. It's perfect. I think me and Jason were going to look dumb anyways. Now all three of us can look dumb together. I, I think, like it. I think uh, Jessica, you look very smart in all of this. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Like I can talk about periods and flavors of Mountain Dew. That's about all I can hey, cover. Hey, and now. The Simpsons, and okay? And The Simpsons. You can talk about more than two things. We should give Allsman credit because she doesn't. She's a, we call her the Alls maniac around here. And there's only been a few times I, I can recall in all the years I've worked with you that you'll eventually just like break down and like I'm waiting for my period. You know, <laughs> I need it to happen. And it's one of those. Also, can we help you? What do you need? And then, no, no, I don't need anything. And then and then it just builds. And then finally she it really, lets it out that oh, it needs to happen. It's like a steam whistle or something like the. Or I can't even think of a. <laughs> I can't even paint this picture, you know. A teapot, maybe? A kettle? Yeah, it's like the pressure's building and then just, I don't know. Yeah. I can't control how I feel. (laughs) I can't ask for help. Everybody hates me. Why am I here? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I'm telling you, I I have those same feelings. I must have my period too. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to Bits and Pieces. If you like us, please rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next time. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.